Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Steph on Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Uh, y'all, I have made a huge mistake. And in the name of my anxieties and insecurities, I have committed to joining... Dear co-host Annie and friend, of course, <laughs> in attending Halloween Horror Night in Hollywood Universal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I swore to you, Annie, a long time ago, I would never go to a haunted house. And now here I am mm-hmm. going, going to 10 of them, 12 of them. How many is there? There's eight. There's 10 in Orlando. There's eight in Hollywood. Oh, OK. Wow. Really? There's less? That's surprising. It's much smaller. Okay. I, I think I knew that, but still, that's still surprising to me. Mm-hmm. And I have tried uh, my best to prepare through TikTok videos. Like, there's been so many creators who have actually taken videos mm-hmm. inside of them. So I feel like I'm very thankful for them. I'm sure other people are like, why are you doing this? But mm-hmm. I'm very thankful to them <laughs> so I can at least know what to expect just a little bit. But in the end, uh, I guess we'll see if I actually survive. <laughs> You know, that is a whole genre of horror movies based on yeah. accidents that happen in horror. Yeah, which yeah. I've, I've actually read some incidences and I'm like, oh, no, why? And unfortunately, we have already gone to this by the time this episode comes out, I believe. Um, so I can't even get any advice from y'all. <laughs> you can tell me your stories, but I can't get any advice. But we'll update you when we get back. Um, if we get back. <laughs> Dot, dot, dot. Uh, so all of this, when I say my insecurities and anxieties, Annie, you are prepared to go by yourself and very excited to do so. Um, and in my own insecurities and anxieties, the thought of you going alone really, really, really makes me uncomfortable and very, very, very upset. So I was trying to plot where my partner goes with you. Unfortunately, he has work coming up and cannot go. So I'm very, I was like, son of a, okay. <laughs> and I plotted... And like, I'm going to come with you because, again, even though you are very fine with it, 
I am not very fine with it. Like, it's all me projecting onto you. So I'm pushing myself to this point. And every time I think about it, like literally Sunday night, I was sitting with my partner and I do a deep sigh. And I've been sighing a lot more. My, my mummy sigh mm-hmm. uh, has come back. And listeners, I think we've talked about this when I first joined, uh, where the mummy that they discovered does this funky sigh. Yes. And apparently I did it and I didn't know it. And Annie would laugh every time I did it. Mm-hmm. And it's come back because I stopped for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. It's come back. <laughs> I love it. And it's because I'm thinking this time next week or this time in this point, I'm going to be in a haunted house. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of terror <laughs> <laughs> ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm trying, I'm getting there. I'm trying to prep. My biggest anxiety at this point outside of like actually falling out is that uh, I'm going to panic you and I'm going to ruin your time. But I think the times that we've had where I've done something that I was uncomfortable with, it become almost comedic. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it is very like a more intense version of like the Haunted Mansion. (laughs) Which I don't love. Like, it's not my favorite, but I'm not screaming at it. But I am holding on to people. Yeah. It's I oh I could go into the science about haunted houses, but it's every fourth person they kind of try to scare. It's mostly jump scares. There was one that yeah. I don't think they have at Hollywood, and it wasn't scary at all. But it was cool. It had like um like pumpkins growing out of bodies and stuff. <laughs> the so, set design was really good. <laughs> I'm hoping that by the time I come out of it, I'll be okay. Because mm-hmm. jump scares doesn't really bother me, and I think they're funny. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, being in presence of people made up or mm-hmm. large objects freak me the hell out. Mm-hmm. So this is this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've already warned Amy that I'll probably be tugging at her. And at the very <laughs> least, I could at least wait outside of this, the whatever haunted house is for her if it gets too stressful. At least I'll be there with her at Holly. Like, that's the biggest point. But... Yeah, I'm doing this for you. I love you. But also it's projection. I absolutely take it on to myself. I was very confused when you offered. I was like, what? Uh, But I think it's going to be fun stories to tell. Yeah, well, and as I said in my recent happy hour, you might be laughing at me because I do the most like, scream. It sounds very goofy. And I do it a lot. So um, well, that's exciting. So the because it's quite funny. I purposely try not to scare you because <laughs> I know you get really traumatized by that. <laughs> but you enjoy this, so yeah. I thought it'd be interesting to see what kind of data was on uh, who loves and hates haunted houses and whatever whether it was a gender thing. Mm-hmm. But it turns out there's really no data for that. Uh, but there is data on the sexism within the industry, which you apparently already did when I was sick. Apologies, mm-hmm. I missed that one. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of depiction of uh, it being sexist, i.e. Uh, domestic violence being used in haunted houses. And apparently recently, as in like a day or two ago, a haunted house in Alabama came under fire for its depiction uh, of the uh, domestic violence in their haunted houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not the first time that a haunted house has come under fire in the United States. So that apparently is a thing. And I actually think that I've seen this in hell houses, which are Christian haunted houses trying to convert people to Christianity. And they use things like that, which I find even more horrifying. But yep, I believe I have as well. One thing I talked about in this episode 
the episode I did about sexism in the haunted houses was this movie that I like, but is it very good called Haunted House? Well, I don't want to say that. I won't say it's like a decent found footage horror movie. Um, but it, it's about a haunted house and it goes wrong. But I rewatched it after I did that. And I was like, oh, this is even more. It had even more bad things that I forgot. <laughs> uh, it's not the one where they all buy a house, is it? No. So they, okay. they like set up a haunted house. And then, of course, you know, demons or whatever. Um, <laughs> demons. <laughs> you know. Nonchalantly. Um, but the, there's like a whole plot where you get to the end. And this was like the big thing they found was not only like, is it mostly men who are making money from haunted houses? But like, usually the end victim is a woman who is scantily clad, right. um, who is being tortured or hurt or whatever. And at the plot point of this is that same thing. You get to the end room and here's this woman who's like in her underwear and bra and she's getting about to be murdered. But they had a bunch of jokes that were not jokes because we've talked about this too, about like, oh, he's so rapey around her and like all this stuff. I'm like, oh, God, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one data didn't show all of the, what who enjoyed it necessarily, but it did show the age range. And at the top of the list for the haunted houses are teenagers and college students, which you talked about how they're like, this is one of those things where they dare each other. Yeah. Um, and to be honest... I, as a teenager, wanted to try to find ghosts. I think it was more of a college student. I loved, like, the ghost shows. Mm-hmm. I still, I, I haven't watched them in years. Because I'm like, you finally get to the point that, like, they never show ghosts. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, there's one. Oh, they're like, well, son of a, I want to see it. I want to see it. <laughs> right. uh, it just becomes, like, irritating at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did. I enjoyed, like, the real ghost stories, even though I'm a little freaked out by it. But I'd mm-hmm. rather go to that than these jump scares. But... I digress. But it is mainly <laughs> teenagers and college students. Who, who, no, not, not mainly. They are at the top of the list. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Everyone enjoys them, apparently, or hates them, one or the mm-hmm. other. Uh, but I did uh, find a different source that uh, has talked about a number of reasons why people love these. Uh, and they have a scientific study showing something that I think explains your love Ooh. for these houses. And, co- and in this, uh, it was a Times article It says... According to a study recently published in the journal Emotion, after having a voluntary scare experience, the researchers found people were in better moods and had decreased brain activity overall. Quote, we think is very similar, at least at a physiological level and neurological level, to the runner's high experience where you're really pushing yourself and your sympathetic nervous system is in go mode, explains study co-author Margie Kerr a sociologist at the University of Pittsburgh who studies fear. Once you're out of the scary situation, one where there is never any real threat to begin with, the feel-good endorphins course through the body, she says. It is a reprioritizing of energy, a focus into your body. You're grounded, not being caught up in thinking. I was like, okay, that explains Annie to the core. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, it, it's true. And I've we've talked about this. We did a whole episode on fear that you can check out. But like, that's all the same reason why a lot of people like roller coasters and horror movies, which I do. But like when I would go in these haunted houses, I would literally scream, like scream. And then I would laugh mm-hmm. like it was the immediate like, oh, fear. Oh, that was fun. amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, because it was just like, yeah, you feel these emotions and I'm just walking through, like looking at every corner. I'm looking up at the, like, uh, you know, that, that's just my, that's what I'm thinking about <laughs> <Which is laughs> in awesome. that moment. Yeah. Right. 
Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So in the same study, they talked about the people they evaluated. So here's some of the findings. After going through the haunted house, about half of the people reported being in a better mood, while 33% reported no significant change and 17% reported worse mood. (laughs) There were no significant gender differences. Most people said they felt happy after going through the haunted house, while fewer people reported feeling tired and anxious after the haunted house than they did before. Mood increases were particularly significant among people who said they had, quote, challenged their fears and among those who described the experience as intense and thrilling. Afterwards, people feel great. It's kind of like the idea of pain offset. You feel better when the pain is removed, Kerr explains. A lot of activity in the body is in anticipation, and it's in that conclusion where the enjoyment really comes in. Mm-hmm. This year, so you're going to be in that like 70 something percent, 67 percent, where we'll see for me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. Or the 50% rather. So they go on to explain that brain, the brain kind of gets to rest during this time, uh, that being scared interrupts their thinking. So the th- researchers compare this experience to exposure therapy, but fun. <laughs> uh, and also to meditation. They write, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Decreased brain activity could mean that people were processing information more efficiently, or it could simply suggest that they were in a subdued zen state, almost akin to meditation, Kerr says. 
considering that quite a few participants said they felt somewhat dazed after the experience, the second explanation seems likely, Kurt says. Did you feel that way? Do you feel dazed after one of these experiences? Um, kind of. I feel like I feel, I feel like the runner's high is a very apt, uh, I would say, comparison. Because what I, I do think when I come out, it's sort of a very, like, buzzing, like, joyous, oh, that was so fun, like, just release. And I do, I like, I totally, as someone whose brain does not stop a lot of times, this makes sense to me. Um, but it's also, like, when you go with somebody, like, there was one, I don't think they have this one at Hollywood Studios, but it was really fun. There was one where, you know, by this time, we've been through, like, five haunted houses, and you're kind of like, I know the tricks of the haunted house by now. And so my friend Marissa and I, it was a Yeti-based haunted house. And, <laughs> And right when he came in, it was like, boom, blah, 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 like this music. And she and I were like dancing, like, woo. And then this Yeti jumped out and we screamed so <laughs> hard. And then we laughed and we like hugged each other. And it was just like a really fun. Because <laughs> we looked so goofy, but we allowed ourselves to just scream and look right. silly. Like, I don't know. Um I enjoy it quite a bit. You enjoy it. I did yeah. find an article where someone talked about why they hated it, and one of them was because of those photos, of oh. the surprise jump photos. She's like, see, this is what you get. Why would you want to do this to yourself? <laughs> I love those. There's a famous haunted house in Canada, Fear Factory, where they have a camera set up right when the scary thing happens. And if you are looking to, like, brighten up your day, those are the go ones to look go to. At those yeah. They talked about how, yes, we as the outsider will always enjoy these pictures. Yes. But you, as the person who participated, why would you do this to yourself? <laughs> yeah. um, and I thought that was pretty clear. I was like, yeah, that's probably right on. <laughs> yeah. And besides these scientific reasons, we also have uh, those who use haunted houses as a dating scheme. Yeah. In fact, one haunted house advertised six great reasons to bring your girlfriend, yes, they said girlfriend, to their haunted house. Yes, this is sexist and it's this heteronormative. Like, th that's the way they wrote this up. Mm -hmm. Number one, you get to see her scared face, which, by the way, I could get any scared face anytime. Just, I just, yes. even if I'm sitting next to her, all I have to do is say, ah, and you'll be like, what? <laughs> yep. Literally, I just grunted. She was like, ah, <laughs> two seconds ago. Yeah. While we were talking to each other over uh, internets. So, yeah. uh -huh. you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> my partner and I love scaring each other because we think it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Unless something like if we're holding a knife, then don't do that. But like <laughs> outside of that, we, we do do that to each other. Mm -hmm. You also so, send like, me scary pictures, which I uh, yeah. find very funny. I try to put a new one up. And oh, I, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I think I'm logged out. So I have to get that back from you. Oh, no. I try to send one every Halloween where it's just like you're unexpected. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second reason was that it's relatively inexpensive. And right here, our trip is not inexpensive. So that's a lie. Of course, we're doing something extra. Yeah, there's there's a wide variety of costs, I would say. <laughs> I think there's some cheap ones and there's some real expensive ones. And there's some right. in between. Mm -hmm. Some in between. I think it's the better, like, whatever you can, uh, you can find one at whatever rate you want to go. So it's mm -hmm. going to be on par with what you pay for. Mm -hmm. I know there's that one place where you can win like five to ten thousand dollars, yeah. maybe more twenty thousand dollars if you make it through, and there's no rules except for don't kill the person. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and they hire apparently like offenders to purposely do things. Wow! See, there was one in it near Atlanta that was rumored to do that, and then I went to it, and that was all bull. 
It yeah. was not scary at all. <laughs> and I did not the, get any money. <laughs> what was the one that's like the 13 floors 13 one stories, or something? Yep. Is that the one you're talking about? Yep. yep. Yeah. And then everybody's like, if you can make it to the final floor, you get money. But nah. No, but a clown sneezed in my face. And I'm pretty sure that's where I got swine flu. Um. <laughs> New fear unlocked. Okay. <laughs> Number three is she'll want to stay close to you the entire time. And I'm already threatened to Annie with a backpack leash because she keeps talking about running away. So maybe this is her trick trying to get me close to you. Is this oh, what you're doing? Oh, yeah. That's, oh, <laughs> you figured me out so quickly. <laughs> this, I get you. Uh-huh. Is this, you'll have the chance to show her you can protect her. Uh-huh. And he's already talked about running away, so yeah, I guess that's not no, a ploy. No, uh, which I, I find hilarious. Like, really, this is how you're gonna pr- show you can protect her <laughs> at a fake haunted? Okay, cool, cool. Yep. cool. Mm-hmm. you'll get a chance to show off your bravery. Okay, I have so many thoughts about this, but I'll let you finish. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> and then it'll be hilarious. So you can also make fun of her. Okay. So as you said, this is very sexist, but. Also, the running joke is it's the opposite. What happens is this guy invites you on a date. Right. He goes, I've seen this happen. It was a not a very scary haunted house in my small town. It was perfectly fine, but it wasn't very scary. First room. He freaks out, runs out the exit, leaves her by herself, and we adopt her into our group. Like, <laughs> it's a running joke that they all these dudes think they're going to look really right. cool in it. But then they're the ones that they're the freak one that screams. <laughs> I've seen many of videos where, and it also was like it, it could also tell you they're gonna abandon <laughs> they're you, gonna leave you behind. Yeah, at first. Exactly. I've seen many of that, and they're like, "What the hell?" Yes. <laughs> well, you're useless, so I'm doing my own thing, type of thing, which is quite yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, Annie, I see your tricks. Uh, I'm sure this will be the best date ever. Oh. I'm sure. <laughs> we'll report back to y'all. I think this is going to be like, so this is our first, this is the Monday Mini after the fact, but pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. So we'll come back and do another Monday Mini and let you know how it went. Yes, we will. And I hope that you have a good time. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. <laughs> I wanted to make sure you have a good time. So no need to worry about me. I'll figure it out. I appreciate that. I have a ton of bracelets. Uh- <laughs> So many. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Yes. Well, I appreciate it. I think it will be somewhat fun. It's funny to me, too. Every time we go to um, L.A., we have some kind of date thing. We um, do. Every time. And, and thus far, we've been making some good stories on our travels. So That's true. <laughs> That's <is> true. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. Um, well, thanks, Samantha. And thanks to you listeners. If you have, I think this might come out before. I think it might be too late for auras. Yeah. Anyway, if you have any recommendations for future visits or any thoughts about any of this, um, please let us know. You can email us at stephmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Podcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Steph Never Told You. Perhaps we'll post something there. Who knows? We have a Tee Public store where you can get merch and we have a book that you can get at stuffyoushouldreadbooks.com or wherever you get your books. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., 
And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 